From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, September 29th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Hurricane Ian, now downgraded to a tropical storm, left behind devastating damage on Florida's west coast. Dr. Nick Kaman is an emergency physician with Ohio State University's Wexner Medical Center and is traveling with Ohio Task Force One. Our search and rescue guys will be maybe on boats or on foot looking for victims that need to be either rescued, evacuated, or need aid in some way. Task Force One is planning to send an additional 35 crew members to the area. Current and former Northwest Ohioans are among those who dealt with Hurricane Ian this week. ONN's Kaylee Marantet in Toledo reports. In Cape Coral, Toledo native Emily Reese has lived through many hurricanes in the 40 years she's lived in Florida. Except Hurricane Ian is one she'll likely never forget. I work in a senior community, so I actually was on a response team. I have never encountered a storm of this size and strength. Natalie and Debbie Krell got aboard a Disney cruise Monday. We have no idea where we're exactly going. Somewhere, like, we're just driving around it. Kaylee Marantet reporting in Toledo. The Better Business Bureau of Central Ohio is warning those interested in donating to hurricane relief efforts to be cautious. BBB Central Ohio President Judy Dollison recommends avoiding links posted on social media or sent in emails. We see requests, you know, for donations through social media and emails and texts. And just like any other phishing scam, those can take you to those lookalike websites that are not really the, the charity. It's just a scammer. So instead, we recommend that you always go to your chosen charities directly to their website. Don't follow those links that you get on social media. She also recommends you should thoroughly vet any charity that says 100% of donations go directly to victims. The BBB has a list of accredited charities on its website. A female student at the University of Cincinnati was killed in a hit-and-run incident near the campus yesterday afternoon. ONN's Dave James has more. The Cincinnati Inquirer reports that 18-year-old Caden Turner was pronounced dead at a hospital after the incident. Another 18-year-old student was injured and hospitalized. Police say the hit-and-run involved a stolen SUV, which ran a red light and hit the students. The vehicle then hit a tree, and the driver fled on foot. Police are continuing to investigate. Dave James, ONN News. Deputies in eastern Ohio shot and killed a suspect whom authorities say was harassing a woman at her home. ONN's Daniel Barnett has the story. According to Tuscarawas County Sheriff Orvis Campbell, deputies were called to a home in Mineral City around 40 miles south of Akron on Wednesday morning. Reports state the suspect, Everett Martin, was in possession of a handgun and violating a restraining order by being at the home. Deputies reportedly tried to subdue Martin with a non-lethal round before Martin opened fire on the deputies, who returned fire, killing him. The shooting is under outside investigation. Daniel Barnett, ONN News. A Knox County grand jury has indicted a former law enforcement officer and his wife on seven felony charges stemming from the theft of hundreds of thousands of dollars from an elderly woman with Alzheimer's disease. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost announced Daniel and Elizabeth Bobo of Gambier are charged in connection to allegations they used more than $450,000 of the woman's money for their personal expenses. 
Investigators allege Daniel Bobo persuaded the woman to grant him power of attorney soon after her Alzheimer's was diagnosed. Before her death in August of 2020, he was also named executor of her estate. Daniel Bobo was a deputy sergeant for the Knox County Sheriff's Office during the alleged criminal activity. He resigned in September of 2021. Thousands of Kroger employees from 82 stores across much of Ohio will soon vote on a new contract. More on this from ONN's Clay Gordon. After two days of meetings, the union released a statement yesterday saying, quote, negotiations concluded with an updated contract offer to share with our membership. Our members have the ultimate say on whether this offer addresses their concerns, and our first priority is sharing this offer with them. The union did not provide any details on the newest contract, but wages have been at the heart of negotiations. I'm Clay Gordon. The Ohio Department of Job and Family Services released the most recent unemployment numbers. More than 8,000 Ohioans filed new unemployment claims last week. That's 1,500 more than the previous week. There's new information about the injuries Cleveland Browns defensive end Miles Garrett and his passenger suffered when the Porsche he was driving went off the road and rolled over multiple times earlier this week in Medina County, south of Cleveland. Here's ONN's Brianna Dahlquist. He has a shoulder and a bicep strain, and the unidentified woman, the passenger he was traveling with, does have a head injury, but thankfully, they're both expected to be okay. Now, in a statement posted on social media from the Cleveland Browns, they say, quote, although we hope to have him back soon, his availability for Sunday's game in Atlanta will be evaluated by team doctors and throughout the week. I'm Brianna Dahlquist. An Irish airline will begin offering round-trip service from Cleveland to Dublin starting in May. That will also connect travelers to more than 20 other European destinations. ONN's Neil Fisher has more. Aer Lingus says fares start at $459 for the round-trip flights. You do have to book that by October 19th to get the deal, and there are some other stipulations as to when you can fly there. You can book tickets now at airlingus.com. They'll have four weekly flights directly to Dublin. Europeans will have a chance to access Cleveland, and Clevelanders will have access directly to Europe. I'm Neil Fisher. And a new honor for the Glass City. ONN's Amanda Fay explains. Toledo was ranked among the U.S. most neighborly cities. The list is made by TheNeighbor.com, which is looking for cities that help people connect and know their neighborhood better. Among the list was also Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm Amanda Fay. Toledo came in at number 21 on the list of 25 and is the only Ohio city included. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.